0: hey everybody uh, this is Juan Carlos and welcome to OCR Unedited where we highlight amazing coaches athletes and everyday people from the trail and OCR communities for fun unscripted and unedited conversations today I have the pleasure of speaking with one and only dear friend Jay Price Jay, buddy, uh, welcome to OCR Unedited. It is truly a pleasure to have you. Thank you for making time to speak with me today. How are you?
1: I'm good, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm excited to give this a whirl. Uh, You've had some amazing people on here, so to be
0: considered, I'm honored. Hey, buddy, you're part of those uh, amazing people, amazing athletes. Um, Now, before we got started, we were talking about hockey. And how <laughs> in Canada, all these teams are playing each other like back to back to, back to 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 back. And a lot of people don't like it. I did hear uh, a sports analyst or a hockey analyst, uh, Jeff, I think it was Jeff Forneo, that says, you know, these guys are playing each other too many times. It's just becoming boring. I, mean, I truly love it. I'm just glad it's back. I don't care. I think,
1: I think of all the sports to watch through all the COVID stuff, hockey to me has been, and maybe it's because I love it, but it's been the easiest to watch without fans, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't seem to be as big a transition. I don't I don't know what it is. Like I'm just, like I find the fans can make a lot in a lot of things. Like like baseball's like and I play a lot of baseball. I I I couldn't watch an inning of it even without fans. Like it was was boring.
0: It's weird not having not seeing the fans, I tell you that, because it's just weird. And and what's more weird is when they when someone scores and then they 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 got this audio of (laughs) people cheering and there's no one in the stands. And that to me throws me off. It's like, where's this coming from? (laughs) There's nobody
1: sitting in the stands. Those that know me, I for the entire part of my life, I have been a massive wrestling fan. And trying to watch wrestling without fans is so painful. They've done a good job with what they've added. Uh, I'm excited for WrestleMania coming up that there's going to be 25,000 people. What, yeah, You're a wrestling fan? I've uh, been a wrestling fan since the 80s, buddy. That's when it was good. <laughs> WWF, not WWE, WWE. That's right, WWF. So, yeah, no, I mean, I we, we traditionally would have a big WrestleMania party at our house and all my, like, high school buddies and that all come. I bust it. Like, if you remember those, like, eight-inch rubber wrestlers? Oh, yeah, I used to have them, buddy. Just <laughs> you see what some of them are worth? We get them all out. We decorate like it's Christmas. I, I'm a big geek that way. What can I say? Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. Right. I wish I had them. I gave them away. Oh. it, me. I'm Stupid not going to lie. My kids, last year, they had them out, and they're looking, and they're, they're on eBay. They're like, Dad, did you see how much this one's worth? I'm like, yeah. Now, have you, have
0: you attended a WWF event? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, It's been a long time. Um, the last one I was going to go to, actually, I was so pumped to go, and was when Noran's were. So I wanted to go to NXT. most was recently. That was in 2019. So SummerSlam was in Toronto, but Norams were in Vermont, and I was just like, "Oh my God, it was my dream to go to that." But obviously, Norams took precedent.
0: My dream was when I actually got tickets to Maple Leaf Gardens to watch Hulk Hogan and Macho Man when they were the Mega Powers. Oh my God, Miss Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth, and. It was the craziest. Sh- this is before. This is I mean, not soon after Maple Leaf uh, Gardens was uh, was t- torn down. But um, yeah, I got a chance to see Hulk Hogan and Macho Man
1: together, buddy. The the second Tough Mudder I ever ran, and this is obviously Tough Mudder a bit different with a group. Yeah, full and they that day they had it was like there was mutters in a bunch of different places, like one the Toronto one, one in the states. So they called it their international costume day. So <laughs> I have a pretty good macho man costume. <laughs> I and didn't
0: know you are going to say that.
1: It's the pink Speedo. So I, I get out of the car and there was something went wrong with the registration that day. So people are lined up for miles. I get out of my car in this month and I had people running <laughs> up to me. like, oh my God, I <laughs> ran the whole race that It was like four degrees that day. It was horrible. It was supposed to be nice and it was not. It was cold. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. Like, I remember in the mud in the one part, I had, I have like the big rope cape and the mud on it. It was yeah. literally like choking me down. Like I was like, I really regret this decision right now. Like okay. I'm going to die because of this cape. It's going to smother me to death in the mud. So it was, yeah, it was, they, they, a buddy of mine, like I wasn't on social media at that time because of work. And uh, he put the picture out and he they were trying to get as many people to interact with it yeah. I'm so pumped he just he texts me he goes "Ocho Cinco just retweeted your photo like check out this guy and he's like I'm like what does that mean and he's just like this, <laughs> this guy retweeted your photo so I ended up being like the runner-up for their costume like for whatever that is awesome buddy yeah it was kind the fact of I that me- you can
0: one. run it with a costume buddy that's
1: uh, kudos to you buddy <laughs> Trust me, there's been days when I've been like the hell with it. I'm going to bust that out for a Spartan race and just have some fun. And, you know, one day it probably happens. Why don't yeah. you do that, right? Why don't
0: you do that on the first race coming up? <laughs> Let that be your, the, the 5K race. Let that
1: <laughs> you, n- you never know. I, I, I have a feeling one day uh, Macho will bust his way back. I'll do there. that, buddy. I'll, so, I'll,
0: I'll dress up as Coco Beware.
1: <laughs> oh, Coco's a, Coco's a beauty. <laughs> the beauty.
0: Two quick questions for you. Who are your three favorite WWE wrestlers?
1: Wow. That's like people ask me all the time, and it's such a tough question. Uh, I'm always drawn to, I would probably say macho man is, is my favorite. Okay. If I'm going old school um, to me, there's kind of two different errors. So macho, I mean, I will never forget Hogan and the warrior wrestling and, Oh, WrestleMania well, here in Toronto.
0: That's right. And he right.
1: lost the belt. It was, it was, it was, I remember going to watch that show as, you know, I, I cried. I, I did not. I had turned my, <laughs> I had turned my back on Hulkamania and I, I jumped on the warrior bandwagon. And, um, and so, yeah, those, those guys stand And I mean, I absolutely love The Rock. I mean, I think he is just, he's something okay. else. And thank God for Stone Cold. That's all I can say. But we're sticking with WWE
0: wrestlers. It was, yes. So for me, it would be Tito Santana, Eric I'm Von Erich, and Macho Man. Do you say Kerry Von Erich? Yep. Oh, the Texas Tornado. You got it, buddy. Oh, my God. That's it. Yes. Love that it, guy. We, oh, I wanted to be him. Only we, that he's like what, seven feet tall, and I'm like five,
1: five seven. <laughs> have you watched the Wrestling with Shadows episode? Like the Dark Side of the Ring about the Von Erick family? Yes, I did.
0: Okay. And oh yeah, I've even with Eric, uh, where Eric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, the Ultimate Warrior. I've seen a lot of the biographies and the stories behind them. Oh my God, they're so interesting. It's now. This is not about WWE. This is about OCR. This is about you, sir. <laughs> 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 now give me three of your favorite OCR athletes that here in Canada that you love, that you've raced against and you like
1: racing against? Oh, man, I'm going to leave someone out here and I might hurt feelings. I mean, man, if that's what it needs to happen, then do it. I mean, I absolutely hurt some feelings. (laughs) Well, I I think, I mean, I think we all know that. uh, I mean, being from right here in Ontario, I mean, I think the world of Jesse, uh, Jesse Bruce, he's, I mean, the person that comes to mind. Um, I think he's, What he's done, what he does for people, I think it's incredibly inspirational. Um, So, I I mean, he's definitely helped me along, too. Um, So, I'd be remiss if I wouldn't put him at the top. Yeah. Um, I also think... uh, I agree, and I will do that, too. Ray, I love Ray. Uh, Ray uh, Raymond? Yeah. Yes, Raymond Raymond pushes me um, like no one else when we're on the course. Um, For those
0: that don't know, he means Raymond Mendoza.
1: Yes. So Go ahead. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think the World Array and uh, Ian St. Laurent. Those are t- some of the first three. And Ian, um, you know, Ian's uh, a master athlete. To see what he can do at, you know, at 46, 47 years old, I'm not sure exactly where it is. I think it's incredibly inspiring. Those are three names that that come to the top of my head right away, right here in Ontario.
0: I agree. And those are the top three that come to my head as well. So, I mean, there's there's many others. There's many I, others in the elite and in the age group that are just amazing, amazing top tier athletes. And I love them all. But if I was to pick three,
1: it'll be the same ones. And and I mean, for me, I've been lucky enough to go out west and race the last couple of years. Mix just such a nice, down yeah. incredible guy. I loved your episode when he hosted. I thought that was awesome. Um, he did such so, a great job. He did. He did. He's. He, he uh, he reminds me a lot of one of my best friends and uh and uh so it's yeah. just that way so it's pretty cool no but he is
0: just uh, just such a fun guy to be with and to have and it's just uh, he compliments you and and just everybody that he's with he just compliments them he's got that upbeat uplifting and is always smiling such a nice guy you know I truly
1: love the guy it's- okay let's get back to you again <laughs> well that's the beauty of ocr though right like i mean yeah, you go out same. and you you go to war against these people if that's the best way. But you on the do. same token, you're going along and you're cheering for them. Like I'll be the first guy if I see somebody ahead of me and they're doing really good. Like say keep going, keep going. Like, you know, like we're, it's that's one of the things. It's just weird. I don't know. Like it does sound weird,
0: but I, it is what it is because that's how it is. <laughs> well, and is. I'll battle you. Yeah, I'll make sure I beat you. But at the end, I'm gonna shake your hand and give you a hug
1: oh it, that's, i love you <laughs> yeah it's 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 I, when i explain that to people like it's like it's yeah, not like know. you know hockey and you go into the corners and you jab somebody with your stick and then they're mad <laughs> afterwards and maybe you have a beer and settle it and maybe not maybe you're mad at that guy in the next game you two hand like, i don't know you know i'm not very good at hockey so i only really know my physical aspect of it so. <laughs> um i want to touch
0: about hockey just later on in the the show because I wanted to talk about Cole and Mason because they're in hockey. So let me let's leave that for a little later. So now tell us a little bit about who you are, about yourself. Who is Jay Price?
1: I I mean, Jay Price is just a a pretty simple country boy. Um, I grew up in a small town and I still live in that small town uh, 40 years later. So I left briefly for about two years uh for a starter home and then as soon as i could come back i did um aside from that um i mean athletically i was never ever pushed to be an athlete growing up uh athletics and my parents was not something at all Um, wow so i kind of had to beg maybe to play baseball when i was really young
0: yeah
1: um and then as i got older um, i really got into basketball basketball was like my first passion and i I still, I, like the weather, the way it is today, I'd be out playing basketball all day long. You wouldn't get me in until it was dark. Um, and so I really, I really drew a passion for basketball. Um, being in a small community, my high school had 200 people. So that was, that was the height of my high school. We had no bells, no frills, no laces. It was pretty much your basic academics. And so we could never compete against other schools because we just didn't have the, we didn't have the student population to build teams. So we would have, we would have amalgamated teams. So I never got to really take it any further because even back then, like there was no, like you couldn't sign up to go play on a basketball team right anymore. Yeah. So um, from there in the middle of high school, my gym teachers, they got me into fitness and I started working out and I was like hooked like that. And I was like, I love this. And I think part of it was that wrestling background was all right. I want the big muscles. I want the physique, all that stuff. And uh, so I was really driven and uh, I'm sure there was some other stuff going on because I was a bit of a husky kid. So I think a lot of that was kind of driving me. It was, I wasn't really happy with how I was looking. Now I was getting older and, you know, yeah, shirt yeah. on, that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, yeah. And then fitness just kind of became my passion and that was what drove oh. And then when I kind of knew the career path I was going to go, I was yeah. like, I need to be physically fit to do that job. So, you need to be serious. That's crazy.
0: That is so interesting. Now, you're from Peterborough, right?
1: No. (laughs) Where exactly are you? Are you in Uxbridge? I'm in Blackstock. So, Blackstock is this incredibly small town. um, The closest place to it is Port Perry. So, Port Port Perry Perry. is a landmark. How is the...
0: I mean, I I don't want to get off a topic here, but what's the population over there where you are? I have maybe 1,000 people in my town. Oh, wow. So how is the behavior now with the pandemic upon us? Like, how is the behavior? How is, how, do, how are people coping? Are they okay? Because here in the city, it's
1: freaking chaotic. I would be completely honest if I didn't say, I'm pretty sure our attitudes here are a bit different. And that being in the sense that, I mean, I think last week, I don't think we have an active case right now. Um, I Gotta move over there. <laughs> So, um, you know, people have been a bit more willing to gather outside and stuff like that um, just because, yeah. you know, okay. they're doing um, things reasonably and everybody has their own feelings and stuff about it. And we're very respectful of that. But uh, I think it, it it's definitely growing a bit of the frustration just because it's like, we're ready to go up here. Like, we're feeling good. Things are good. I think it's going to be interesting to see now that nice weather's here, what that's going to yeah. Because I think out, they just out. announced that, like they're saying, they're not changing anything for all of April, so they're going to open the patios in the city and stuff like that. So it gets, it gets a bit. I don't know.
0: I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see what happens, buddy. I mean, now you are a father of two. You know, Don. She's just awesome. Um. And they're hockey players. Am I right? Yes. Get him in the hockey school. How's that?
1: That's been probably uh, the most of all the things that have changed. We talk about it um, all the time. That's what I miss the most. Like, yeah, I'll be completely honest. If you said to me next week, Spartans at Brimacombe, but Cole's on the ice and he's playing a game, I know exactly where I'll be. Yeah. And, and I, it wouldn't even, like, it's like that. I wouldn't have to think about it. Um, yeah, we talk about as a family, like the grandparents, they miss going to the game so much and watching them play. Um, it's, it just it became, it became so much a part of our life a couple of years ago when he all of a sudden blossomed into uh, the hockey player that he's you know, trying to become and, and doing and stuff like that. And, you know, I love watching how hard he's willing to work. I give him all the credit in the world when his season for what it was, was to start back in September. Yeah. It was practices, and there was never ever a game scheduled. And it was practices, and not once did he ever complain to me, "When are we going to have a game?" He was just excited to get back on the ice and practice and play, yeah. just to get better. And uh, that's awesome. That, I mean, we have you're a good dad, buddy. You're yes. a good dad. That's that. That's
0: awesome. Man. That's good to hear. Yeah. Now, what's really interesting about your bio about you, who you are, Jay, is that you've been. police officer for the past 19 years yeah (laughs) now talk to me about that and has how has being a police
1: officer helped you in OCR um I think absolutely um I was lucky enough you know to get hired as a baby um right at 21 they took a gamble on me so I'm hoping they're happy that it (laughs) planned out they seem to be so far yeah I know Um, So yeah, I mean, I've been—I definitely look at it um, through my life. Policing has exposed me to a lot of different things, a lot of situations. Um, I
0: can imagine.
1: I mean, realistically, you generally deal with people on their worst day. People aren't calling us to for good things. Generally, they're calling us because they have a problem, and it's not a good day, and that's why. So, you really get exposed to a lot of different things, and I. I like to think that I've learned a lot of value from that and how to kind of just recognize the need to, to make those proper decisions and, um, just kind of really value life and how precious it is. Yep. Um, I, you know, I look back to, like I said, like, like with Jesse and how inspirational he is when I was a young officer and stuff like that, like I love to go out and catch bad guys and stuff like that and, and meeting more people like that and seeing how they've been able to turn their lives around yeah. that to me, I think is so awesome because it reassures to me that not everyone's not lost. When you deal with people that are constantly having a bad day or, you know, like they're, they're going down that wrong path. They're going down that wrong path. They're going down the wrong path. Yep. And you know, it, 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 it's that reminder that not everyone's lost, that, that, that there's still hope that not, you know, you can do what you can do. And it really, it really helps with the, I think the passion or the compassion, I should say, um, for how I handle things now versus how I used to handle some things. And not to say that I was, you know, a dick before. Um, if you're a bad guy, I treated you, you know, we treated each other how you treated me, right? Yeah. Respect uh, is mutual. Um, you know, I've never, ever been the guy that uh, has, desire to give people tickets that's not my bag um but I like, I like i like going out and if if someone has a problem helping them solving with that um i've been lucky enough like i said i did um i wasn't on social media for a long time because i, I did a lot of um what people would consider kind of undercover type i call it clothes stuff yeah. you, know, investigating, you know guns and gangs that was where i was and then i i did um Uh, robbery investigations so like if a bank got robbed all commercial robbery stuff um for a bunch of years that was kind of right when i got into ocr um and that was uh that was uh, an incredible opportunity and and what i'm doing now um, with human trafficking that is it's it's truly awesome the last the last not to say that uh, we're losing the war on drugs but i'll be completely honest we're losing the war on drugs so the whole gun, gang, drug thing, um, a lot of fun. Very difficult because all you do is you knock out one big fish and then another fish swoops in and takes over. Yeah. Um, I looked at it when I was doing robberies. It's like, okay, you know, when you go to work and somebody robs you. It's like, that's a really bad day for that person. Their lifestyle had nothing to predict what happened to them. Yeah, So they're true victims. Um, human trafficking, these are people that are being taken advantage of. Um, it, it's, it's crazy how much it's grown in the last 10 years and how prevalent it is now and how, how just incredibly terrible it is. What's happening to so many young people, uh, generally yeah. young women, um, that are, are, you know, they're being sold the dream and quite quickly that dream turns into an absolute nightmare. And, uh, it's, it's nice to be in that role now and and hopefully working towards, you know. Yeah, of course.
0: Now. How frustrating is it for you being a police officer for 19 years and for your colleagues to solve a crime, but yet have this revolving door where it just keeps coming back the same thing, coming back again and back again? Like that must be frustrating. It's like people get it together.
1: It's, you know, (laughs) it's frustrating. Sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes it's the judicial system's fault. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a really good defense lawyer doing their job. Yeah, um, I when when a case goes wrong because we did something wrong or something like that, there there's certain things that happen. You're just like, yep, that one's on us. When it's you know, sometimes there's a, there are rulings that are definitely frustrating. I just learned to go. You almost aren't shocked by anything anymore. as, as bad as that sounds. It's like you'll hear something. You're like, "Yep, I'm not shocked that they made that ruling." I mean, I was there like something this week. I, I can't talk about it right now. And it was just like, "Of course." Me and I'm just like, I'm not blown away that the judge made that decision. Yeah. But on the same token, it makes no sense. <laughs> oh, so um, uh, but then you know, there's a there's there's a lot of crazy things that happen, and yep. it's you you almost you you learn. I always go by the adage that don't worry, there's always tomorrow um, and we'll find a different way. We'll, we'll find a new way, we'll find a different way to figure this out. Either we learn from it, um, you really gotta learn from your mistakes. Yeah. I've made mistakes and I've definitely learned from them. There's ways that uh, you know, I've learned, okay, don't do it that way, do it this way or try it this way. Um, when, we're, when you're doing certain things. Um, yeah, of
0: course. And you've been doing it for 20 years. So it was different when you did it in the beginning. But I guess throughout your career, you learned from others how to do it. I mean, not so much the easiest, but how to do it the proper way. It's, I have, go ahead.
1: I was just, the biggest, one of the biggest things is technology. Technology is so much further ahead of the law that that's constantly like one of the biggest hurdles that we're dealing with is, is technology is just so much further ahead. Of 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 what we're capable of, and, and smart criminals are aware of that, and, and they're able to take advantage of what technology can do now, and it just makes
0: that capable. is true. I have to agree with you there. I have a, a long question here, and bear with me. Be patient, and everybody will you'll get this. Why now, you Jay? I know you as you know your friend, and I know I'm, I met you through OCR. Uh, when I learned about um, that, you know, your profession was a police officer. To me, I was like, "Wow, that's incredible!" Because here is an amazing human being. It's like, you know, he he's a police officer, but you know, whether you, I'm not sure whether you, you you put on a uniform or not. But when you're not at the end of your shift, you're you're a human being. I know that person, and uh, you know, I, I've seen you toll the line at a Spartan race and race and do amazing. And you've raced with some amazing OCR Canadian athletes, you know, truly inspiring. <clears throat> um, now, what are your thoughts and feelings about police officers? Because there's a lot of good, great police officers out there that do their job and they're polite and kind and they, they they're willing to go above and beyond and help others. And I've dealt with some of them, and they're just, you know, I, I wish them the best. But then you also have that. Fle- if, if there's also the other side, that dark side. What are your thoughts and feelings about that topic? And you know, dealing with certain police officers that are not kind, and you know, it, they're they're just bad.
1: It, it we it, the easiest way to put it is is people don't realize no one hates a bad police officer more. Than a police officer, and that's because the very few bad make the lives difficult for so many of the good. Um, unfortunately, we seem to all get as bad as it is. We all get painted with the same brush, which I'm pretty sure that's exactly what we're trying to teach everyone to not do. Yeah,
0: exactly. And,
1: and that's kind of what's happening. Um, so, so that aspect was just frustrating. I mean. It, It 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 becomes incredibly difficult. Like there is everyone at work, anybody that I work with, when we see someone do something dumb or stupid, you're just like, why did you do that? So you call them out. Oh yeah, it's 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 like you're an idiot. Like thanks thanks so much. We had a we had a a good friend who's a teacher, and we kind of went back and forth through pretty much March last year up into the fall where we text each other and go, Oh, thanks for taking the heat off us. And then we do the police that do something stupid. And I go, and he texts me well, Thanks for taking the heat off the teachers again. And, <laughs> and that was kind of the way things have gone for the past year. Um, it's just, I mean, you said it there. I, I wore a uniform for the first five years of my career, and I've pretty much been out of uniform since there was one little spur where I went back. Um, so I've always very much left policing at the station. Okay. I really most a lot of a lot of people when they find out that's what I do, they're kind of surprised, and that's kind of the way I like it. Um, I don't. I'm not the guy that you know. I always laugh. You know, I'm Toronto firefighters or they all have their T-shirts and they go everywhere, and it says Toronto Fire or whatever, and that's cool, and and that's awesome. I I don't throw it out there everywhere because to me. No, that, you don't. You get that label. Oh, he's a cop. He's a cop. He's a police officer. And I'm just, I just want to be Jay. That's all. I, I,
0: yeah. I, like, I mean, when I learned and you, when I heard, when I learned that you were, it didn't whatever. Okay. That's his job. Okay. That's fine. He's still Jay. The Jay that I know. Every time I meet him, it's just uh, nothing changes. He's just an amazing person and you are a human being. I'm sure there's a lot of officers like that. You know, when, when they're done their shift, they're just regular human beings. that just want to be regular people. And not be like you said, painted with the same brush because some other bad apples did something wrong. They're not all the same.
1: Oh, it, 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 the bad ones drive me nuts because it makes it makes so many of our lives so difficult. Yeah. So, and I mean, it gets difficult too because, as a police officer, everything we do is tried at court. So you'll see stuff posted on social media. You'll see stuff posted in the media. We can't say anything because it's at court it can't be talked about. Yeah. yeah. So you sit there and you just get kicked and kicked and kicked and take it and take it and take it. And you can't say anything. There are a lot of things where, you know, people think they understand and you want to go, listen, this is actually why that happened. And it would provide so much more reasoning. People might be like, Oh, well, I didn't realize that it doesn't sound as maybe what happened isn't as bad as I think it was. Um, Or, okay, well, that makes a bit more sense why they did that that way or or why that happened. Um, so it's well, it sucks, it
0: does. But you know what, buddy, it is your job, and I wish you the very best. And just be safe, man, be freaking safe, get home
1: safe. You're That's lucky. the most
0: important thing.
1: I, I've been lucky enough that I've worked with an awesome group of people for the last 18 years, no matter what unit I've been in. And if one thing I have never, ever felt is unsafe. Um, and I say that in regards of when you work with good people, when you work with people that want to be there, they're engaged, they're, they're passionate about work, okay. you know that they've got, like the, if something happens, they're going to be there. They're not going to be around the corner. You know, "Ah, I don't want to go to that call. Like when stuff happens, they're there.
0: Well, buddy, you're doing good things, man. You're doing good things for the community. Uh, Buddy, I, I, I command you. I kudos, uh, you know, high five, congratulate you. And I think, you know, a lot of people do, you know, and keep doing the best, keep doing the good work, buddy. That's awesome. Thanks. Now let me ask you, do you recall your first OCR race?
1: Absolutely.
0: How was it? What uh, was that experience
1: like? My first OCR race was a Tough mutter. Um, I was involved with a gym at the time. A bit of backstory to it is I was sitting at home. I'm super sick. Like I had, I had strep throat and it was coming out of my eyes. The doctor, <laughs> I went, I had gone into work. We had a big project going on. My boss looked at me. He's like, you need to go home. I'm like, I know. I gave him the warrant that we needed and I went to the doctor and he's like, Oh my God, you're like, you're really sick. And he said, my, uh, my spleen was swollen. He's like, no contact sports for a month. Um, and and all this, he's like, you need bed rest. So I went home. And what do you do? He's sitting, I start going to the computer and what is this tough mutter thing? Yeah. Was, it's like a lot of fun. I, I like, I like challenging myself. So, um, I was like, we got to do this. And I went back to work. And I showed them, they're like, you're at home, like on bed rest. And this is what you were thinking about. Like, yeah, this, this is what goes through Jay's mind. And <laughs> so, uh, I was involved with it, with the gym at the time. And um, they were very into it. Um, I tried to get the guys at work into it. They were not feeling it. And uh, so, yeah, we put a group together and, and I had a blast. It was, I feel like it was the first weekend of May. It was stupid cold and we froze our butts off. But I, I had I was hooked. I was I was like, I can't wait to do this again. And where can I do this competitively? Because it was fun doing it in a group, but I want to see what I can do too.
0: Okay. Now tough mutter, Spartan race. What is your favorite tough mutter obstacle? And what is your favorite Spartan race obstacle? Oh
1: my gosh. Well. Unfortunately, I felt like the mutter we had was always watered down here with the, some of the obstacles you'd see in the States. Um, so for mudder, I think my favorite one would probably have been when they added the rings. Or you know what? I'm weird. I like the shock therapy at the end. I thought that was... Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was... I, from someone who's been tased... That that was nothing. So I've through that 500 times before. I'd say you basically me dead, and that is a public service announcement. Like, you do not want to be tased. Trust me, it it hurts. It hurts a lot. So,
0: what about your Spartan race?
1: Uh, Spartan race favorite uh, obstacle. Favorite obstacle at Spartan. Um, being a big guy on the course, I love the carries. Um, I enjoy carries. If I got to do an obstacle, though, I love twister. is so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um and, yeah. and the spear toss has a special place in my heart because there's a lot of people that don't like it, and and I love it. I think I think it's part of the race. Yeah. Um, so the and you know I had a lot of I had I had a fortunate day because probably a spear toss. So um, it's got it's got a good place in my heart.
0: And now another race that we talked about before you got st- before we got started I mentioned it. I didn't even know this, that said in 2019 you were first overall at Daytona <laughs> I didn't know that This is a dirty little secret Dirty <laughs> 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 You know how was that experience
1: um coming first overall I uh, it was it was an incredible day I went into that race that day and um I mean, at that point in the season, it was done true, you know, the field, I had a pretty good idea where I fit in the mix. Yeah. So I knew that day I'm not a big game planner. I'll take a look and, and have a bit of a mindset I've gotten, try to get a bit better. That is I've gotten a bit more experience. So that day I looked and I was like, you got to go for it today. So I was like, you got to execute the plan you got in your mind. And for once I, I did, I executed it exactly how I thought. Ian and Mo pushed me, Mo Shediak. Yeah, I know. Um, they pushed me the entire race. We had a lot of back and forth. Um, they're much better runners than me. Um, you know, being a 190 pound dude out there, I'm trucking along some extra weight. Yeah, but how tall are you? Nine feet tall? I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> about, I don't know, somewhere 6'1, 6'2". So, um, all to me. Yeah. So um, they would. They would, uh, I told, I wanted to set the course. So I set the course and I, I got through all the, the brush. I wanted to be in first when we went through that, cause it's a big frame to get around. So on single track, I can then kind of hold the pace. Okay. Uh, so we did that and then we would change, they would take a lead. We'd hit an obstacle. I feel pretty good on obstacles. So I w- was able to use obstacle proficiency to then get back see where we're at, and I just kept reminding myself the whole time, um, don't give up, don't give up, there's a spear at the end. It's, it was it was a spear race. So, I was like, I was starting to slow back a bit, and I was like, nope, we hit the bucket carrier, I was like, nope, the spear is a spear, you can't stop, you can't stop. So we hit the, the A-frame, and uh, we're coming down the A-frame, me and Ian are coming off the A-frame, Mo's got, got the spear, and uh I watched, and I was like, nah. and uh, I saw him miss, and i know how ian feels about the spear we picked up our spear so i was just like i kind of i was a jerk but i waited to see what he was going to (sighs) do let him throw saw his bounce out and i was like man in my life i have never needed to make a spear (laughs) more and so um, i've practiced spear a lot i've got spear in the backyard so i'm pretty comfortable with the spear um through the spear and the moment it hit um, there wasn't many people around, but those that were around knew, and it felt really good. There was they were going pretty nuts. Um, so yeah, when I crossed the finish line, though, I kind of laughed because you know one of the big the, the biggest reason I do this is the kids, and and uh, there's no one there. I finish. It dawn's on the course, and the kids race had started, and uh, so Cole's out doing the competitive version for the kids and uh mace is hanging out he has made friends with uh the the volunteers that run the kids event through all the day. so they they love mason um and so i'm just like kind of sitting there doing a look around it's like i finally did it and uh there's no really to say anything to um so they came over they were all nice they're like i was like i gotta go my kid's racing and i want to see how he does i think he's gonna i think today's his day too um so uh, i busted out of the gates and headed over there. And Mace is like, he's looking at me. He's like, how'd it go, dad? And I'm just like, uh, I won. And he's like, no, what, what happened? And I'm just like, no, Mace, I won. And he kind of looked at me. He's like, really? And he was so <laughs> shocked. And then he gave me the biggest hug, which was awesome. And then I, I, Cole, finished, awesome. Cole finished third that day. And he would have been 10 that time racing 14 year old. So that um, is just amazing so to see. It was I was so excited to know that we were going to get to share the podium together, um, which was, uh, which was pretty cool. And then uh, John Loney had told Dawn while she was on the course. So she comes, she's like, so do you have something to tell me as she gets the A-frame? I'm just like, might be a good day. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. My knee was done by the end of the race. So I knew my weekend was going to be slow paced for the rest of the weekend, but I didn't care. I was like, this is it. This is is Awesome. So it was uh, the, next day when J- the next day when Jesse showed up, I thanked him for not coming. Um, <laughs> um, and I thanked Ray for not coming. Uh, so I was very realistic about the situation. Uh, <laughs> and what so, did they uh, say? So, uh, you know, you got to pick your battles when uh, depending on who's on the field, uh, you know, that's the time to shine. But it,
0: that's awesome because you also were successful in 2018 when you did Kellington, and you came first in your age group, which is 35 to 39. Yeah. Something like that. And on that same year in Rune, same place, um,
1: super, third overall. Yeah. So those ones both were kind of cool. So the third overall was the week before. And uh, that one was a bit different just because um, Tyler had got DQ'd. So I finished fourth. So it was like a tainted first podium. Um, Chris Stewie, he was awesome. He uh he talked to me. He's like, you don't have to feel bad, like this is tainted at all. He's like, I watched his burpees. There's no way he catches you if he had it done his 30 burpees proper. I mean, that was his opinion on it. I don't know. But why would
0: you say it's tainted? If you did cut and you didn't do something
1: properly and you were called out, that's uh, it shouldn't be tainted. Nah, I don't know. To me, I'm, um, I get that, but I, I wanted it just with I no, yeah, I know. I, that's just me. That's the type of person I yeah, am. I know. Um, I, I know. <laughs> Johnny John Wait was so nice. that day. he came up to me. They were keeping it a secret. Um, he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, you're not, you're not heading out of here yet, are you?" It's like, "No, no." I said, "I'm, I'm hanging around, watch podium, say goodbye to everybody. This is it. Like that was the last race of the weekend." And he's like, "Oh, perfect." excuse me, um, geez, um, (laughs) uh, he's like, I love that, (laughs) but it Um, shit happens. So, uh, so yeah, he's just like, no, no, I just want to make sure you're sticking around today. I want to say goodbye to you before I left. He just wanted to make sure that I wasn't leaving. Like he was, you know what I mean? Like everyone was really cool about it. So, so that was nice. So I went into Killington with a nice amount of confidence. These weren't my race. Um, Killington is definitely not I'd only been there once before. Um, I went in 2014 to World Championships. That's when I first got exposed to Spartan race. My second Spartan race ever was Killington World Championships in 2014, which was like people still talk about that race as being one of the hardest ever. That was the first time there was a double sandbag carry, two spears. Um, it was it was nightmare. I think I was I was almost seven hours on the course. I was so unprepared. Very, I would be completely remiss if I didn't say I was cocky going into it, like researching it, going, okay, well, they're saying elites are like three hours to complete the course. I should be like four, four and a half. So I, I was, I was not prepared for that. So uh, when I went into Killington, um, Killington, uh, I was, I was, I wanted it, like I really wanted that race, and that was one when for the first time. I remember, I, like, when I got to the start line. Uh, The age groupers, like in that series, they knew each other and they had no idea who I was. Um, So they were all kind of chatting at the start. I was like, well, we'll see what, we'll see what things are like. And when we started and we were running, I was like, I can, I can tell this, I can tell this. And when we got down, we did the first climb that came down. When you get into um, uh, the rope climb and the Tarzan swing under the bridge. Where it's a potential for the 60 burpees. Um, I was really excited about that because it was closed at 2014 when I got there because they'd lost someone. They actually like had us all thinking someone maybe you died unfortunately. They didn't. Um, So um, that that was like okay, we're going to do a race for someone maybe. Or I was like I was pumped. Don was like, what are you going to do? And I was like, no, no, this is this is exciting now. This is like this is real. So um, anyway. Uh, we, we hit that it was very difficult because you lost people in the water and on that to realize now age group wise, who's in my group, who's not. And I mean, you know, try and tell a 34 year old from a 38 year old, or even a 29 year old from a 39 year old can be difficult. So at that point I was just like, I don't know where I am in the pack, but I know I'm up near the top. So I just kept going. I just kept going kept going and I was able to stay really mentally focused. Uh, somebody snapped a picture I stopped and grabbed a kiss from dawn before twister and she's like I think you're doing good I said I think I am too and I'm having a blast and then we did the death march and the death march felt amazing they were going up in the gondola they're banging on the gondola yelling at me and I was just like I remember the last time I did the death march and I thought I was gonna die and this time I was I was loving it I was loving it I was staying focused came down did that climb come down go through all the obstacles and uh and The one thing I could remember was the previous week, Stewie yelled at me for um, just kind of like taking a second because I'd never finished fourth. And I was excited. So I paused for a second on top. I was like, this is awesome. And I kind of just coasted in. He's like, dude, you got to run that race out. So that's exactly what I did was I ran. I I just finished the race strong. I hit all the obstacles. I I didn't take the pedal off at all. And I was was looking. I saw a guy in the A-frame. I was like, I'm going to catch that guy. And he looked i thought he was like 29 30 years old so anyway i pounded up the a-frame i do the roll off i jump over we finish and he looks at me and uh he looks at me and he's like what time did you start at and whatever time we start at i said he's like so you're in the 35 to 39 group i'm like yeah And he's like you just won because he was in first so i took him like on the a-frame which was the finish and i was just like i'm sorry that was like that was my reaction. It was like I kind of felt bad, but I was I was just like, holy shit, I just won this race. And I was like, like I was like, uh, you know, my uh my father in law was there, they'd come down with us. That's awesome, taking pictures. And so that one actually, I think probably it's tough to say what one means more to me because there's a lot of good with that race in Duntroon um, but that one was close to me because um, a lot of people don't know, or they do know. My mom passed away uh, from cancer when I was 23. Sorry um, to hear that, buddy. So that would have been her birthday that day. So that one that day, I I like to think that mom was up above and but she, you know, she kind of gave me the kick in the ass. that did done for once. Oh man,
0: yeah, that's really hard to hear, and I'm sorry for that, buddy.
1: um oh, Yeah. So it, it, that's where that that one had that, and so there was a lot of emotion at the end of that one. There, I felt that. Oh yeah, for sure. I would imagine. So I, I I kind of wept like a baby for a little bit. I'll be completely honest. And hey just,
0: man, that's just natural. A lot of work
1: went into a lot, and just you know, I was like, that was I was like, wow, that day felt amazing. Like I just things clicked for three hours, everything clicked right, and
0: oh man, was, yeah, for sure,
1: that so, was your day, buddy. Yeah, was it was like, for you, buddy, and no one else. Both those days, I feel like they were out of bodies. Like, I was watching myself do everything I needed to do versus, like, like being there. So, it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Now, how
0: – what are your thoughts and feelings now going in – I mean, 2020, we all know that year was shut. That's it, buddy. Fucking – excuse the language, everybody. Oh. I got a trucker's mouth, buddy. I, I, I – Oh, sometimes it's really hard and sometimes you need foul language the time, so yeah sometimes you need one or two just to tell the story it just enlightens it you know what i mean it just gives it that mm, fresh feeling it makes it, it makes it real yeah exactly so fucking like 2020 was just a goner for all of us and as athletes you know the only thing that we kept doing was kept training for nothing <laughs> they helped out a lot it did help out a lot um 2020 comes in, it's looking promising, it's looking good. All of a sudden, you got the first two races being, one was canceled and one was postponed. Yeah. I guess they combined it together,
1: but what are your thoughts and feelings when you heard
0: that the first two were uh, canceled? I,
1: I, I was I was definitely sad because Calabogie actually is my favorite venue. I love Calabogie. Um, I mean, for us, it's, it's a nice venture up there um the lake's nice to hang out at when you're not racing um so there, there's there's so much good that comes with getting to go to a race yeah. and also i like the up the down i like a bit of the flat flatter on the golf course i love taking pictures of the race on the golf course and sending it to my friends that will be golfing and saying this is what you actually could be doing on a golf course yeah. um so but i wasn't in all honesty i wasn't surprised the way things have been going i it was like I think May's gonna be that, and 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 I, I'm a little selfish. I'm definitely not 100 percent right now. I'm dealing with some injuries, so uh, I uh, I'm not cat uh, out of the bag broken, and that's selfish on my part. That's selfish on my part. So
0: the fact that you let the cat out of the bag, now everybody knows that Mr. J Price is not 100. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> sign up. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make sure the, the the 10 spot will be open in the Elite Wave. <laughs> oh, buddy, that's awesome.
0: So, I mean, yeah, because it it bothered me because I'm thinking, oh, man, I do not want to see a repeat of 2020. I want a race. I'm itching to get out there, buddy.
1: I just think, oh. I'm itching to see you get out there because I think you're going to kill it, man. Oh, thank you very much. I, I gotta get off Strava because it, 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 it's it's messing with my brain, and it's my happy social media.
0: I just want to get out there and race, but I just want to toe the line with whoever wants to participate and and just stand there beside me. I don't care who you are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, um, it would be amazing.
0: Oh, buddy! Thank you so much for freaking saying that, buddy! Thank you so much. Oh. I can't wait to get. I I just want you to be hundred percent and get get out there.
1: It's gonna happen. We're 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 turning some good corners here. Uh, I gotta recognize that I probably need to take it easy for a couple of weeks and see if that'll do it. Um, yeah, I have an amazing physio guy. Uh, that looks after me, and uh, so we turned the corner a couple of weeks ago, and then um, I probably went a little hot too hot into things. Yeah. Um, so I'm, uh, I got a course in the next couple of weeks for work. So I'm hoping that I can just kind of use that as a reason to, to not do too much for the next two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. See if that if, if that does things.
0: I mean, you know what, buddy? We all pray for you. <laughs> get out. Oh, well, 100% so you can get out there and race. I'll figure it out.
1: Now- the time yeah. and not being able to run right now is killing me. It's killing me.
0: If you were to have a race next week, Mm -hmm. how would you feel how would you prepare what's your nutrition like
1: oh wow um i would be a loaded question (laughs) nutrition in me um i've never been the best in that regard i mean that in a sense um i've learned to feel a bit better um i would definitely um make sure that my eating was got pretty clean the week of and I try to do my best now. I've recognized I really need to pay attention to how much water intake I'm doing. I'm a pretty bad sweater. And being a big guy, um, cramping, it's a massive issue as you drink your water and I have my beer. Um, it's Saturday night, what can I say? Um, uh, I will eat clean. And then I have kind of, I've come to realize I like some oatmeal, sits really nice in my stomach the morning of Um so I like my oatmeal and banana. And then um I try yes. I try to put down beet elite and I feel like I'm gonna throw up. No offense to the product. It's just I don't like beets and I put them in my salad all the time and i don't like them, but Me I eat either. Them. And, but um, I'll have them. Yeah. So um I if I know it's a long one, I'll I'll do the Beat Elite. Um I've eliminated uh I don't drink coffee. Um so what? yeah, yeah, I'm not a coffee drinker at all. So Are you Canadian, dude. I'm I'm like the little kid when they do a coffee run at work and they're like, Who wants coffee? So like, could you get me a chocolate milk, please? <laughs> You're that one guy, eh? I, I'm that guy, right? So uh
0: yeah, no, everybody I'm, orders like, coffee, not you. I'm uh, an orange juice, please. I'm pretty much
1: I'm pretty much water or beer. That's kind of my uh my my uh my thing. So when race season's on, I'm I've gotten a lot better over the years. It sucks. Like there's, I've come to realize there's sacrifices. Like there's times when, you know, I'll be with my buddies on the weekend and it's like a, you know what, maybe I'll have a a Michelob or something. I'm like, like one, but it's not going to be like the days of pounding a bunch of beers. It's, it's gone. I agree with you. So you
0: should enjoy life. And People have it in their mind that, oh, my God, I need to change. And it it, it, it and, and it has to be forever. And it has to be, you know, this is the way it's got to be or else I'm not going to be the best. No, man. Enjoy life. Like after this interview, the hockey game is going to be on. I'm going to go grab myself a beer, sit with the wife kids, yeah. and then and watch a game and enjoy life.
1: Life is it's all about balance. And exactly. You got to have I mean. Some people be like, like they get shocked me at work. Like at work, they have this opinion, like that I, I eat chicken and broccoli, and that's all I eat. And and I'm just like, no, man, I like carbs. I need carbs. I'm like, you like the way we train? I'm like, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not. And and no offense about like that. Like I I need that for energy. I'm like, you can't go and do some of these workouts on just proteins and greens. Like you need fuel. It's, and it's got to be the right fuel. Exactly, buddy. So you know, if, you're not, if you're not putting that in there, then it, you're gonna suffer. Plain and simple.
0: Nutrition is everything, buddy. I do my long runs. I have to eat properly. But there's days where you know what? Yes, I'm. You know, I'm now a vegetarian, plant based. But I'll have my steak here and there. I'll have a, a a nice, you know, some filet fish. Sometimes I'll have a burger like I did on Thursday. I have. I'll go get myself a fresh burger with the wife, and then we'll have one and enjoy it.
1: It's ground beef, right? It's good, right? It's lean, you know? Why, why but, not, right?
0: You know, I train
1: really hard. You know
0: what? Enjoy life. You don't always have to
1: follow that routine. Yeah. And- I, it, uh, having listened to, like, some really elite racers and stuff like that and then hearing some of their thoughts and processes, their thoughts and opinions on it and stuff like that, I'm just like, all right, if they're okay with it, then you know what? I'm sure it isn't going to hurt me and like they're getting paid to do this. And I'm just having a blast doing it. So, yeah. So
0: what do you got in the horizon? What are your plans for 2021 in Spartan race Canada, Mr. Jay price, which ones are you going to be running?
1: Well, now that Jay's a master turning old and 40 (laughs) this year, um, I'm still going to stay in elite. Um, It doesn't matter to me. Um, I, I'm ready. I is my backyard race. I I know. My fingers crossed that we get to go there that day. Um, It's Cole's birthday that day. So I am more than hopeful to watch him go. And
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Yes. Hopefully, like, do exactly what he can do on that course. Because, I mean, he hasn't let up at all. I mean, he's been doing Everest the last something weeks in the morning and stuff like that. Like, he's he's ready to rock. So I'm more excited to see... I mean, I would love to get on the course. I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm excited to see what Mace can do. Um, I, I fingers crossed for Dawn. She's coming off of a broken hip. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably out of her realm right now. She was pretty much 20 minutes on the treadmill this morning. So it was a big day. Um, uh, but we, we, we
0: we I have seen her move around, do push-ups, and do like things like exercises, which is awesome to see her do. So,
1: Oh, she's, she's, she's making leaps and bounds each week. So it's, it's, it's getting exciting for her. Um, So we're really, it was, I felt, you know, I feel bad right now complaining that I can't run when she could do anything for like 12 weeks. So kind of a selfish jerk in that regard. <laughs> selfish you, my God. Uh, uh, Why? <laughs> um, so yeah, Brim, I, I'm really hopeful if Brim doesn't go, Um, I 100% want to go out to Red Deer. I love the Red Deer race. It I blast. will be there.
0: Um, i'm going to all of them <laughs> yeah so are you doing rocky mountains yes i am the golden oh. oh buddy
1: yes i have no idea what that would be like having done um uh where was it thought well, Oh, why can't i think of the name oh my god wherever it was the last two years now i can't think of the name the the bc race we went out there oh not whistler uh oh. not
0: um yeah yeah kimber not kimberly, kimberly. thank yeah.
1: you yeah Having done Kimberly the last two years. Oh my God. Kimberly, Kimberly prepared me, um, in 2019 for Killington. That, that was when I went to Killington, Like it had nothing on Kimberly. And I mean that like, and then the second, the next, the previous, the second time I went back to Killington, it was hot that day. And oh my God. And I had blisters from the sprint the day before. So I just went out that day. And uh, I was feeling pretty crappy. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going out to race today. I'm just going out. This is, is going to be a training experience today. And so I went out with the mindset of, I was just going to train that day. And, and I still got the shit kicked out of me for four hours. It was horrible. It was horrible.
0: Here's a question for you. Now, Blue Mountain is something that so many people are eager to go run because that is the one place that brings a lot of... Hit- There's a lot of history with Blue Mountain. Especially with the Worlds, OCR World Championships, which is an unforgettable moment. Never mind Ohio or where the world started. There's nothing like Blue Mountain. And what transpired that weekend, that championship was truly phenomenal. Now you got Spartan going back and they're doing the trail. They're doing five, the super, the beast. They're doing an ultra, hurricane heat, night run. Like, they got all these things planned out for it, and I'm excited. Yeah. What are you excited about for that
1: weekend? Are you going to be doing the trifecta or not? I'm torn about that weekend. I am super excited about it. Um, I've never done an ultra, and I've always said if I did an ultra, I'd do it at the end of the season um, just because I've as I've gotten older and I've come to realize I got to do what I like to do out there. Um, and I've reckoned and It's not even just playing with my strengths and weaknesses. I'm obviously a lot better in a shorter race. Yeah. Um, on the same token, I like to challenge myself. There is like one part of me that says, that's it. You got to do the ultra that weekend. Like when, when they were talking last year that that was going to be the only race we we're going to do. And they were like, okay, we've all, you know, guys are saying we're all doing the ultra. That's what we're going to do. I was like, I can't, I kind of was excited to get to finally do I would call it the American trifecta, which would be beast on Saturday, Super Sunday morning, Sprint Sunday afternoon. That had me excited. Um, that fits probably more into my uh, my wheelhouse. That's probably what I'll stick with, just because I want yeah. to
0: see those.
1: But uh, I mean, it, it, I I just have my fingers crossed because I think the venue will be so much fun. It'll be it'll be so nice to be there, and hopefully, it shows what it can be. Yeah. We have something a bit more prevalent there in the future.
0: Now, I kicked myself for this because, once again, Spartan did something that I'm not too happy about. So I did Ultra at Stoneham. And for anybody that knows Stoneham, Owl's Head, those are you're mountains you don't F nuts. with. You don't F with because those are serious mountains. Those are not just – they're not Blue Mountain, little mountain. Little
1: what what year you doing here? Ultra at Stoneham? Hmm? What year was did you do the ultra? Storm? I did
0: that in 2017, 2018. I did it in 10 hours and 25 minutes and I'll never forget it. It was the most horrific but that, that mountain took my soul. It was so painful. And now at, at the level that I'm at, I wanted to do the Blue Mountain Ultra. And I wanted to do it in six point five hours. I wanted to do it in the elite level. Yeah. So for those that only a few people knew that, and then I heard that the Canadian National Series is the uh, is the beast.
1: Oh, that's going to be part. That's going to be the beast. That's word. right. Oh. So I
0: can't do the ultra. yeah ah, I it see. Sucks. And so I will be doing the trifecta. One of them, I'm not saying, but one of them I'm going to do elite. But the other two, I'm going to leave it in the, in the age group. But I will be doing the, the Canadian National Series races.
1: If you do that, but then how will that affect you in the National Series? Don't you need to be either elite or age group the whole time for the points from that?
0: Well, I will be all the National Series. I will be doing it in the age group level. Oh, okay, okay. Right. So yeah, I, I don't want to mess with that. But yeah. I, I, out of the three, one of them, I will be doing elite. It's just unfortunate that I won't be able to do the ultra like I had it planned, right? Yeah. So, but whatever, I'll do a trail run. I, I plan on doing trail runs anyway, so.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, uh, I, I, I think, I think being honest, realistically, that's the most realistic race we're going to have, yeah. Uh you know, I, I know in my honesty, I think Bremercomb's gonna be like living out this way. And I I think it's a it's a pipe dream right now. Oh, you gotta um, down my dreams, buddy. Why? I, <laughs> I, I I don't want like you know how many people are crying right now? <laughs> you know, it'd be, it'd be, to put it in this context. Brimacombe is in Corthalakes. Lakes, the border is like 10 minutes from my house. Yeah. We're not allowed to use their rinks right now because of where we live. They've said, no, you have to have ID that says that's where you live. So like Cole can't go practice there right now until they change that rule. And True. they don't they don't want anyone in because when it happened in December, November, they lost everything. Toronto booked all their rink times and everybody's losing their money. Like, are you kidding me? This defeats the whole purpose of things. So. I think, I, I I hate that it's a pipe dream, but I, I think it is. You
0: know what? My wife, uh, Karis, she works for Blue Dot. Um, yeah. and So she's well aware of things that are happening and what's happening. And, you know, sometimes I agree with her, that it's right. And I kind of know things that are going to happen. But when she tells me, honey, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, don't get your hopes up. I look at her. It's like, why are you hate me so much? What do you hate? <laughs> why do you
1: hate me, man? <laughs> I, hey i i got jabbed with the the AMG like a week ago my superpowers haven't shown up yet i'm hoping they will by the time it's we're good to race and and, and go that way. so
0: 2021 you will be doing some of the
1: out of the five races
0: if the five are up which ones are you doing again i will
1: be at brim if it happens i'll be in red deer which is 20 time. minutes away from you yeah i'll be i'll be there and if we're allowed Hopefully on the Sunday, we can have a barbecue back here afterwards or anything. We'll throw that out there right now. Um, okay, everybody. Every Spartan that appears afterwards, we're going to chase. More You're more than welcome here. Um, there's a rig to train on in the back for anything that you failed. Um, uh, <laughs> you failed. it. You don't get a burger. <laughs> Red deer and uh, definitely blue. Um, so Red deer. Are- wow. Mick is going to be really happy. I have an amazing aunt that lives in Sylvan. And so it, it's a family trip for us. So, I mean, that, that's my mom's sister. Um, so that's, that's, awesome, buddy. that's the closest thing I have to my mom. So we, we, uh, I love just, going and spending time with her.
0: You just solved there's, you, we, we, you know, we had a problem. Now we have a solution, so we're going to go with you.
1: Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> just stay you. with you. Thank you so much, buddy. Thanks, Aunt Peggy. you be having a room full of racers. <laughs> so and then I I honestly I have my heart fully set on Norams or OCR Worlds. So that
0: was my next. That was my next question. So OCR Worlds in Vermont, 2021. Are you're gonna be going?
1: Yeah. That, when I just said I got the jab, I got the jab from the needle. I was torn. I felt bad getting it before, like the elderly got it. I didn't feel yeah. really getting it. Um, some people explained to me why I should get it now. So. I was just like, you know what, I'm going to get this because if that's what it's going to take for me to get across the border and be able to go to that, let's do
0: it. Yeah, buddy. I can't wait. That's exciting, man. You're going to be going to the Worlds. I can't wait to go to the Worlds. Right. What I really hate is the fact that, and this is not Spartans' problem. Well, it's not their fault. The fact that they're having their North American Spartan Championships in Lake Tahoe that same weekend because I had my heart on doing that. That was amazing and I now I can't now I have to wait till 2022 to do it and I hate that but it is what it is because I mean you have to really think about it they had to book that place so far in advance yeah it is unfortunate that it just ended up being on the same weekend so people don't get mad at them it happens in life
1: it's-
0: now if people wanted to reach out to you connect with you you know ask you questions or anything how can they get in contact with you
1: well, I'm terrible with social media because all I have is Facebook. I contemplate going guy a call. every day, but uh, I just, you know, it, it sounds like it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie, all this stuff. So Facebook's probably the easiest one. It's Jay Price. Um, yeah. You can certainly PM me if you're, you're looking to get a hold of me that way. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, that would probably be the best way if you don't have my number. And uh, if not, um, I guess maybe uh, do something really bad and I'll find you. <laughs>
0: exactly there's There's two two ways to get in contact with you either you contact him or he gets in contact with you (laughs) i will find that is awesome buddy that is truly awesome i love that um let me ask you one last thing before we go what piece of advice would you have for the young kids coming in um into OCR and those that are in that want to excel and go up into the age group elite level what would you say to them
1: oh go for it first of all we need as many people willing to go for it as they can um running is your base running is your base so yeah. 80 90 percent of a race is, is really running um so if you're not working on your running then then you're losing valuable and it's not gonna be seconds it's gonna be minutes if you're not working on your running and your efficiency when you're running. So that will be my first step. Um, I mean, a lot of young kids are lucky that strength to weight ratio, right? They're, they're so much lighter for them to swing on the monkey bars and stuff like that. They haven't got old and grizzled like us where mobility is an issue and their shoulders have been out of joint and whack and it doesn't like nope. to do that stuff. You I'm know? good. I'm good. <laughs> if you're hanging 190 pounds or whatever you are, you're trying to hold, it, it gets taxing. Right. So, um, it's, it's one of those things. So I would definitely recommend on the running, your grip strength is going to be your next positive thing. Yeah. And from there is uh, what I always like to think of it is that uh, we're lucky we've experienced things. We've got, we've got some grit on our shoulders and on our backs and our experience that they don't have. So yeah. some, they got, it's good to get out and learn to suffer right away and learn what it's like to be uncomfortable and, and and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because the sooner you get exposed to those situations, the easier it's going to be, the further you go down the line. So I agree. don't sign up for things that you think you can do well in, sign up for things that you think are actually going to challenge you. And, and I mean, actually challenge you, like things where you're gonna be out there, and you're thinking, why did I do this? I don't like this, this hurts. It, <laughs> This is difficult. This isn't me. But those are those are the situations that change you. When you when you pick a challenge that's actually a challenge, people think, "Oh, this is hard. That's a challenge." No, no. If you got it done without doing anything to prepare for it, then it really wasn't a challenge for you. Yeah. If it's something that challenges you, then if it challenges you, it changes you, and and that's important.
0: That's true. That's true. That's some good piece of advice, everybody. Get out there. You know, challenge yourselves. When you challenge yourselves, you grow. Yeah, there's progress. Absolutely, right. You evolve, and so and you get better, and you become that athlete that you want to become. You know, and uh, you become, you know, if if other athletes like you know, there's a lot of OCR athletes that inspire me. And you're one of them. You know, uh, I I thank for these. I I'm thankful for these guys because without them, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Right, and so and it also gives you that
1: goal to work for. I I don't like going into the off season on a high. Um, When I had that fluke luck, whatever we're going to call it, that really good day. um, I'd been toying with the idea of doing a marathon. And I think subconsciously I signed up and went and did the Toronto marathon um, just because I knew it would kill me um, because that's not once again, my thing. And I knew I wouldn't enjoy it. And uh, I think I did it because I like that feeling of getting knocked back down. Um, You know, it's, it's a, I know you have some military experience, uh, some disclosure is it's the same thing is we build you up and then when you think you're doing really good, we cut you off with the knees, knock you back down so we can build you back up again. And uh I definitely know for me, that's, I like to be hungry in the off season so that it drives me so that I have that drive to go and win. Right. So, and I
0: don't, you know, maybe you agree. Cause, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure how it is in, in the police academy, but in the army, but you when you go down, you get back up. There's no other way. You get back up and you keep going. You know, and so that helped me and that built me. And so that's my mentality. You know, when you fail at something, it's not a fail. It's a lesson learned. Okay. You take that lesson, you learn. And you don't do it again, right? And, so, and you work at it to, in order to get better at it. So if, if you fail at something, don't
1: quit. We we don't live by you. the adage in this house that quit. Quit is like probably the worst word you can say in this house, yes. aside from a couple, but but quit quits a no go. And 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 you know, what do we do when we fall? We get back up. That's right.
0: Plain. Exactly. Here you said it. You 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 all heard it from the from Jay's mouth. <laughs> Brother, it was truly a pleasure to have you on, to talk to you and just learn more about you. There's a lot of things I didn't know about you, buddy. <laughs> and now our, our listeners and watchers now got a chance to, you know, see who you are, what you're all about. I mean, buddy, you're a truly great human being. You're a great athlete, doing so many good things for the community. And I'm so blessed to have you as a friend, buddy. I can't wait to have, see you get back out there and race you, uh, Cole, Mason, and hopefully in the yes. future,
1: Don. Oh, she, she'll be back. She will be back. That's for sure. She's hungry. I think she's probably hungrier than, than a lot.
0: And before we go, I truly I missed out on some, you know, you nominated me for that 25, <laughs> for 25 days for a good cause, raise awareness for mental health, which is important. I've been so busy with family. I have to get
1: back at it. <laughs> so I'm going to be posting a lot. I I felt bad dominating people. It was, it was, uh, yeah, that was the thing. But I mean, mental health is incredibly important, right?
0: In in one of them, I nominated Rambo, uh, John John Rambo. No,
1: Sylvester Stallone. Oh, did you? (laughs) The Rock still hasn't got back to me, so uh, I'm a little disappointed. I guess he's got bigger things going on. I don't know,
0: brother. Uh, truly, once again, thank you for making time to, to to speak with me and to do this with me, buddy. It's truly a pleasure. I had so much fun. I hope you did too. For everybody that's listening and watching, I hope you guys learned as much as I have. Jay Price, look him up. Contact him if you want to ask him any questions. And if you can't, I don't know. Don't go and commit a crime and then let him find you. That's not what I'm saying. Send okay. us a message and we'll pass it along to him.
1: I'm always looking for people to train with to have some fun. Hey buddy, we gotta we, we gotta yeah. We'll run we're, we're again soon.
0: Other than that, buddy, you take care. Take care, man.
1: Thanks care. a lot.